enterprise continues Stop letting people talk you out of your power. How do we build a movement that allows us to respond to all the names that people don't know? People begin to think it's isolated. That's the problem. We're not angry enough. This is Life After the Impact, a podcast for impacted families by impacted families that focuses on what happens after the media, the lawyers, and the activists are gone. When the cameras are gone, people leave. We have to be there for each other. Impacted families are left to face the loss of a loved one to police-sponsored violence. We will focus on their continued fight for justice and how you can get involved. I tell families, you know, fight. Everybody can do something that you don't have to sit home and feel helpless and hopeless. We gotta stop allowing people to talk about our power. That's the main thing. can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead and start here. We didn't. Have- yeah, you know, people, they have this belief of that, that police don't lie and stuff. But it's like, no, they lie. They lie. They put the L in lie. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but, but the thing is, another way that we're culturally conditioned, right? People will believe the police, the law enforcement officials, because of their position. Right. So when it comes to indicting them and to getting it to a place where they're actually found guilty, it becomes that much more difficult because the mindset that most people have that, well, they're law enforcement, they're going to tell the truth. They're not going to do these things. But the opposite is true. They are actually perpetrating lie after lie and killing our loved ones without any accountability. Oh, heck yeah. They have no, no problem. And, and the thing is, the line of corruption, the network um, that you got the judges, you got the secretaries, you got the funeral, oh, you got the coroner, mm-hmm. you, you you have uh, the the ambulance. Uh, everyone is mm-hmm. connected. They're so comfortable in what they do because they this qualified immunity gets them off the hook. They oh, ain't got no problem spinning in that narrative, even if the narratives don't even match, like it did in Ronnie's case. Uh, even the medical, uh, the doctor at the medical center, he was saying this doesn't add up because the police reports that was given to him, they didn't match. Good evening. My name is Roxanne Johnson. My son's name is Jamal Bird. He's killed by D.C. Metropolitan Police, October 1st, 2019. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Latoya. Good evening, hey. Latoya. Hey, Roxanne, how are you? I am well, thank you. Good, good. You guys, my name is Latoya Benton. I am the mother of the wonderful Xavier Hill. Xavier was killed by two Virginia State Police officers at the age of 18, January the 9th, 2021. This evening, we are joined by Mrs. Eccles. You want to go ahead and give a brief introduction of who you are, please? Hi, my name is Chanelaria Eccles. I'm the mother of Antonio Kasim Armstrong, who was killed by NYPD on October 6, 2021. We're, we're um, so happy to have you this evening. Um, sad about the occasion. Our condolences and the loss of your son. 
tell us a little bit about what happened to your son. On October 6, 2021, that morning around 8, 8, 8.30, to my knowledge, he was, his life was taken from him. Um, he was in an apartment with his girlfriend at the time. Um, I can't give too much um, details because I wasn't there, but I can say that it was told to be a suicide and we're finding out that it was homicide mm. as well as a wrongful death of my son. Mm. Now, um, so I know people are like, what? <laughs> when you first told me that, right, I went ahead and did a little dig in my phone to look at some articles um, to see when they said it was a suicide and now you feel it was a homicide, right? Um, I want you to explain, uh, because when we have our podcast, we like to put up articles that relate to what happened, right? But one reason why we don't want to in this case, because when I read the first article that I read, it said it was for Amber Alert. But then it didn't make sense to me because the Amber Alert happened in, was it June? Yes. And then when did your son get killed? October. It was four months later. So I'm just confused as to how do I just have Amber Alert in October from June? So after myself reading it and reading that they had it stated as a standoff um, and going into detail is stating that in that um, it was a hostage situation with a child and the girlfriend um, which it was that was even construed and mixed up because the girlfriend is not the baby mother that he was living with. Um, the Amber Alert in June was called with the I guess a dispute between him and his baby mother. Um, so I don't understand how they even tried to put those two together, but to make a case for themselves. As for my son was a monster, and that's what media painted him as as he was he was a monster, and he needed to be stopped um, for myself, because I know my child, and I'm going to be biased for my child. Evidence does not match what they're saying. The apartment, the way it was left, does not explain and show what they're saying. His body don't show what they're saying. So there's so many counters in this that don't match. Right. And it don't make sense. And the fact that the media gave one story, but to enter the apartment and see how the apartment was left and to see how his body was dragged from one room to the other, so now the question is, okay, you said that you entered the apartment and found him face down in the living room. If you entered the apartment and found him face down, how is his body the way it is? How is there a pool of blood in the bedroom if he died in the living room? Mm. And then the fact of the matter of suicide, there's not that much blood in the world for suicide. Mm. The apartment should not have that many bullet holes for a suicide. Mm. Not only did the apartment 
was in disarray. The door was kicked in. There was a, I don't know if you call it a blueprint or there was a map of where my son would be in the apartment, what the apartment, how many rooms was in the apartment, where the bathroom was, where the kitchen was. All this was hanging on the kitchen wall. Mm. So if it was suicide, why is all this into play? Mm. The fact that they had drones and SWAT team out there and finding out that they vac vacated the building from the fourth floor down at 6 a.m., that's a problem, meaning you knew what you guys were doing when you went there. They were planning them already. Yes, because even two blocks over was vacated as well. So this was planned. Have you been able to get a copy of the police report for the activities for that? No, no police report. Have you no been body an autopsy? Report? I have the autopsy report. Yes, I did. I got the autopsy report a year after he died. Okay. Right. And that also showed stuff that they didn't even express. Mm-hmm. So let's bring the community a little forward. Um, what what your current uh, I would guess you say current is you're going through right now as far as what out for as y'all know, life after the impact. I'm saying without that action. So we're not just on the podcast here to uh, make you guys aware of Antonio's story. We want you guys to actually help his mother and the community to do something about this action. Um, as of today, to my understanding, you have yet to see any kind of footage or anything um, or to hear back from the detectives in regards to the case. Is that no. mm -mm. I haven't received anything from them. She doesn't even know who the detective, who who were the people who ended her son's life. Right? Is that correct? Yeah, I don't know any of that. I don't know if there was a police report, if there was a warrant. I don't know that stuff. There's nothing. So, I haven't been able to receive anything. Even the day that it happened, I went to the precinct and they refused me. They pushed me away and told me that just gave me the runaround, giving me numbers after numbers, even trying to find out where my child's body was. And you guys, she is uh, <laughs> uh, today, I actually, uh, a lot of times, you know, like we said again, we bought that action, right? So we can't say we're gonna, um, we can't ask the community to help out when I say things, that's what we did this morning. The main phone calls, I wanted to see, you know, you want, uh, oftentimes we think it only happens in my city, only happens in my town, no. These mofos is nasty everywhere you call. I don't care what city you call them, they just nasty, period. I mm -hmm. called, um, I think it was the 32nd precinct that we figured out, right? 32nd precinct. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, was then told, that when I when I soon I call the lady says to me, too super disrespectful. But she says on the phone, um, what, what you call it here for? Um, that case already over with. I said, how's the case over with? The mom still hasn't know about the investigation yet. Well, well, who are you? It doesn't matter. I'm calling regards to the case. She put me on hold. She comes up to the phone and says, um, well, are you calling in regards to him being what or the suicide? That doesn't matter. I want to know about the investigation and who is handling the case right now. That's what the mom wants to know. I then was redirected back to call internal affairs. What I'm saying is this, we are asking for this mother. Um, she is, this happened in New York City. 
correct? Yes. We want to know what organizations are out there that can assist as far as figuring out these steps of who's investigating the case. This happened, on, this happened two years ago. Now, today, we did yeah, call. Hard. Tell them what's going on right now with the Citizen Review Board. Say that again. Tell them what's going on right now as far as the Citizen Review Board is concerned. So up to, to up to January 2nd, they're still investigating the case. It's still under investigation. He can't do anything until the NYPD release or close their investigation, which I didn't know there was an investigation going on with the NYPD because if it's suicide, why is there an investigation? Mm. So then today we call the Citizen Review Board, right? Because keep in mind, since George Floyd got um, these Citizen Review Boards have been put in place and we've been, we've been uh, I guess, I don't know, culture conditioned not to think that this is the way we have to go as far as, but, why, but think about this. Why would a Citizen Review Board be handling the investigation with police department where they have yet to know, they're giving us, this been two years. And then I asked the guy, he was very proud to say, tell me he's been brought to be a Okay, what do you do for the mom in the last two years, though, to help her with the case? He couldn't tell her, he couldn't even give me a number of who to even call with NYPD for her to even call about her son. This was going on in the system. So it's like, how do we fix this issue? And, and the other part of that is that they expect us to just go away. Absolutely. And not say and not do anything. And so, I'm calling on everybody who listens to this podcast or shares this podcast with anybody in the New York City area who is about that action to get in touch with us so we can connect you with um, Sharnila, right? Yes. So that, that we can connect you with her so that she can get some answers. Because they they playing games and they expect us to shut up and go away. But we're not going away. If we got to go up to New York City our damn self, we going up there and find out what is going on. She right. deserves answers for what happened to her child. That's right. That's right. That's right. E even for the whole notion of when you call uh, a public entity, right? And they, they think because they want to say, who are you? It don't matter who I am. I'm calling what's going on here in the streets of New York City, period. That's all that should matter, period. It's not because you can tell me, oh, well, do not know. We need to have answers, like Roxanne just said. So we're asking you guys, again, we don't have all the answers. We don't claim all of our answers. However, in order for us to organize effectively, we have to educate ourselves on who is doing the work in order to help each other out, right? Because it's a long-term thing. So if you want to watch this podcast tonight, um, and you are in New York City, you've got in New York City, you know someone who is in New York City who has worked with the New York Police Department, particularly the 32, 32nd Precinct, I'm sorry. Um, but like I said, again, when I called there today, they're saying that it is now with the New York's Internal Affairs Office. I called there today and left a voicemail message. I have yet to receive a call back. If anybody has any other ideas, any other suggestions, let's go. Let's go. Because we're about that action, right, Roxanne? Right. Mm -hmm. 
Now, let's be clear, because this is a year of that we have decided that this is the year of education. But we, you know, if you don't know nothing, that's cool. But if you know something, that's who we want to talk to. You know, not people who talk, running, bumping their gums. We need people who are actively doing stuff that are actively um, uh, engaged in, in social justice in uh, the New York area. That's who we're looking to talk to for, for our sister this evening. And we're putting out the plea because this is the place where we come to to talk and, and, and organize and strategize and move. This is the place that we're doing that this year. Would you like to add anything, Arnila? I just want to say I need more support for the New York area to get answers because I'm not giving up this fight. I'm going to continue fighting for my baby if it's virtual, if it's in person. I need to know answers. I need to figure out how to get answers for my child. My child life was taken by authority to, who wanted to play God with his life, and that's what they did. They told him he was going to die, and that's what the, what, the, what happened. And it's not fair to myself grieving over something that shouldn't never happen. Mm. Not only that, my my daughter, his best her best friend was killed. Mm. My daughter was attacked by the same precinct. Mm. And it's not fair and it's not going to continue to happen. I don't want this happening to any more families in the New York area, in any area in the United States, or wherever these police think that they can take our lives and continue to walk like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have one second too, I'm reading the comments, um, someone's asking, I'm gonna go ahead and give the number out for the New York Internal Affairs Office. Like I said, I call this morning with a voicemail. Um, I have yet to get a call back, right? But y'all know how we rock. We call them, blow the phone up, they gonna call somebody back. So give me one second here. I'm gonna read the number out loud on, give me one second y'all. Here. The number I'm having that Mel, if you want to look this up, I got 212-741-8401. That's the last number I called today at 1218. Can you check that number to see if that's correct for as far as internal affairs is concerned in New York City? That's 212 741-8401. Oh, y'all, that's the number I called this morning as well. Um, all, again, y'all, we don't have all the answers. That's the thing. Nobody does, right? Because if we did, we wouldn't be on these calls right now. We wouldn't be going another year again as far as it's concerned. We need to figure out who to call as far as getting this mom some kind of answer. Imagine going two years and no one is telling you any kind of answers going on through child's case. Nothing. They just say, oh, it's a, it's a suicide going about your business. No, you don't handle people like that. And we don't let we don't let people, we don't let, they say in the Bible, love thy neighbor, correct? So you do not see somebody else here in pain and whatnot. Y'all go to church right on Sunday. So this is a neighbor as well. So y'all heard what she said. She needs support from the community. We're asking guys to get. I gave the number out one time already. 
tomorrow, make this phone call. If you get a call back to somebody, share it with her. Share it with everybody. You can blow this up. Make sure this is a year about action. We, we've done all this here. We ain't doing all that. That's called having a bark with no bite. We jumping out the porch this year, period. Do we have a picture of um your son so we can put a face? Yes. That's him. He was a sneaker guy, I see, huh? Yes, we got his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> nice looking young man. And and this is the thing. We we who have lost children to state sponsored violence know their tactics. They will, you know, her son ain't here to defend himself. So they can say whatever they want. They can drop the narrative that they want. And we know one of their favorite tactics is to use the media to make the victim look like the villain. That's it. He was a monster. He was this. He was that. No, y'all the, the y'all the monsters because you are to not to you're you're trained to preserve night life, not take life. But every turn when it comes to people that look like us, you you find a way to take the life. And we're saying no more to this, no more. And like and like Latoya said, we don't have all the answers, but we gonna find we gonna find out how to make this work. And we're asking our audience to help us in this in this particular situation, because she doesn't know because she lives in a different state than where the, where the um uh, where her son was was uh, killed. It's it's even more difficult. But that's okay. We have a whole audience full of people. And we know that New York is represented in, in, in um, the people who, who participate in this podcast, who watch this podcast. So we ask in New York to stand up, not just to stand up, but to show up and to help us to figure this out for the sister. She deserves to know what happened to her son. She deserves that. So, so, so you guys, one more time, um, because we still have some more time here. Um, the number is in the um, is in the chat as well. But just wait one more time, y'all. Case up. But again, don't look it up. And when you read the headline, you're like, oh my god, we ain't doing that. Again, you go look homework and to understand why we're at this point again. Imagine someone in your chat killed via suicide, and then sorry be a suicide and they just say you know hey well that's that's what it is and send you about your business we are not gonna keep allowing people to treat us like that period we're not and again you shouldn't let your neighbor be treated like that and be okay with that because that means they're gonna treat you the exact same way you so again, next you got another thought coming ask the people that's it if they do it to her, they do it to me, they do it to the toy, they'll do it to you. Ain't nothing different about you. Nothing. 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 I think oftentimes we think uh, you know, classes, we talk about that all the time, right? We think because we're in a certain area, a certain uh, we got a certain thing or not happen to you. It can happen to anybody, y'all. So just realize that, okay? And imagine being left in the dark and not knowing what happened to your child, period. So it's not right. That's the whole thing. It's not right. So y'all, it's not right, period. So I'm asking you guys again, make the phone call tomorrow. It takes a couple seconds of your day to make the call tomorrow. 
you're going to ask about the case of Antonio Armstrong. He was killed. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. You go right ahead, honey. Antonio Kasim Armstrong. Oh, that, you know what? There's a difference because there's so many Antonio Armstrongs that I only had to find out is which made me when I start fighting and when I'm doing these rallies, I have to make sure his middle name is mentioned. Yes, yeah, because there's also, if, if you Google it now, there's another case going on with the, um, some some murder charge and the guy's name was Antonio Armstrong. So keep in mind, we're talking about Antonio Cassini Armstrong. Am I right? Yes. Okay. Y'all keep that in mind. Respect his middle name as well. And that's very important because you want to get the you want to confuse. 32nd Precinct, New York City Police Department. When you call for the internal affairs for New York, this is who you're gonna mention. Antonio Kasim Armstrong, the 32nd Police Department, who killed him. Just keep in mind they're gonna tell you well, the suicide the case was closed. If the case was closed. How you rule the suicide but telling the family still under investigation. So we have a problem. And if we have the problem, the whole community should have the problem. That's right. That's right. Mm. All right, Mel, one more time. Let's put Antonio's pictures up on the screen. Put a face with the name. All right, you guys. So, like I said again, just one more time. Again, gonna be in the chat. Um, at some point in time, even if um, you make the phone call, so, so the the call for help, I guess say the call for action would be also not only make that phone call, but we need to have also other organizations who are in New York already doing the work. Right? We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're not trying. Um, that that ain't it. We're trying to make sure we're all working together collectively for change, period, right? So any organizations out there who are working in New York City um, who are familiar with the department, please reach out to the mother, reach out to us, we'll make the connection there to figure out what we have to do next to get some kind of justice, some kind of accountability for this family. Also, thank you for listening. Course. Yes. Of course, of course. Roxanne, we got anything else? And um, I just want you to know, um, my sister, we're gonna follow up with you. We're gonna follow up with this um situation. Um, it ain't over, you know, be encouraged. I know it it's painful. This is a painful nobody understands this unless they actually had this happen. But don't don't feel like you have to do it alone because you don't, you know. And I heard you when you said, you know, I need support. This sister is saying she needs support. And we need to support her. That's right. That's right. You guys, before we wrap up real fast, so this is a little brief um, wrap up of what's going to be coming up as far as court or court action support support. We have the March 2024, please look up justice for Jesse Saray. They're waiting on the um, court date. Um, Mel, do you want to grab the flyer? It's on our Life After the Impact page, justice for Jesse Saray. That's going to be coming up March 2024. Be sure to reach out to Elaine. 
uh, for any guards, court updates are concerned. Um, also, uh, see here, uh, Jelani Day, um, the second annual for him will be coming up on February the 3rd, 2024 as well. That flyer is posted on our page. And I want to say uh, Tanika Shannon is going to have a court date coming up for Fred Cox. Uh, don't let me lie about the date. But I'm going to post on our page as well as far as court sport is concerned. That's coming up as well for Tanika Shannon in February. Also, um, Andrew Joseph Jr., his um, and April victim come up as well. We'll have those all posted on our page as well. You guys, keep in mind, our podcast is about action. As far as families are concerned, of course, support. Please don't just watch the podcast. Make sure you're sharing the information so we can build the system in order to fight the system. That's what we're doing. That's so what we're doing. Building a system to fight this system. We can do it. Together, we are stronger, y'all. We have to remember that. Together, we can make it happen. All right. So you guys who watched tonight, I'm asking you all. I think we have viewers tonight. It was great. Um, those who watch tonight, please, you all, make that quick phone call tomorrow. Takes about two seconds. Make the phone Well, take more than two seconds, but it don't matter. Make the, my mama used to always say, people make time for what they want. We got to make time in order to fight for justice. Yeah. Some of y'all snowed in. This is a good snowed in kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you snowed in down here in uh, Maryland. You know. <laughs> Pictures of snow. We done down here. We done. <laughs> we done. We call it a day. <laughs> exactly. All right, you guys. This has been Life After the Impact. Please join us next week. I, um, I think I hope to guess this for next week. Um, Is it April? April Goggins with BLMDC. She's going to be educating us on the uh, fundamentals of organizing. I cannot wait. Yes. Educate. Go ahead, Roxanne. Education time. <laughs> All right. So, guys, make sure you tap in next week. Like Roxanne just said, April Goggins will be, will be co-hosting us as well. We'll be interviewing her as well. Not only just to interview her, but it's going to be an informative piece, right? We want to have these um, pieces where we're actually learning on how we get organized when we move forward in the system. So please tap in next week, same time, same place. This has been Life After the Impact. You guys have a great night. Peace. Night. Send people pictures of, of, your, of your child's obituary. Mm -hmm. Let them see why you won't give up. That's mm -hmm. it. That's also. Oh, oh, oh they, they've gotten them in the mail. They've gotten them dropped off at their office. There you go. Because y'all gonna remember who Amir Lock Make is. Make them uncomfortable. Make them totally yes. uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Yes. Like right. I said, keep doing whatever you need to do when something comes up in your city. And that's the thing. Our the, one problem is everybody's problem. That's right. And, 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 and in order for them to stop doing what they're doing, you know, they're, they're pushing this movement that is consisting of really strong people, strong people with voices. And we're not going to tire. We're not going to let in. We're going to let up. We're not going to shut up. And that's yeah. what I told you from day one. I'm not shutting up at all. Even if it's just you, one person told me, sometimes if you even do it on your own, you have the biggest voice. I'm, I could just stand outside by myself and shout justice for a mere lock 
and it's gonna rain because I'm his mother. Right. So, and, and like I said, we are boots on the ground. Boots on the ground means, you know what, like I told them, that day when they said, we are not going to charge him, I said, y'all did y'all job, now I'm about to do mine. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Everybody can do something that you don't have to sit home and feel helpless and hopeless. We gotta stop loud people to talk about our power. That's the main thing. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead and start here. We didn't have